0: You're listening to The Bridge, a podcast on stories of courage, resilience, and innovation with me, Linda Fadrezia Williams, the president of Central Penn College. Welcome to the Bridge, a podcast all about resiliency and overcoming obstacles. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Fadresi Williams, the president of Central Penn College, and I am really excited about today's guest. I am talking to Central Penn College head women's basketball coach Erin Miller. Coach Miller previously coached in the Cumberland Valley area. She was a standout player in her own right, scoring over twelve hundred points and serving as a two-year team captain for the Southern Huntington High School County Rockets. While there, she was a three-year first-team All-Star, Juniata Valley League Outstanding Player, three-time tournament MVP, and she received Best Point Guard in 1995 while playing AAU through Central Pennsylvania. During her time at Shippensburg University, she was able to help lead the women's basketball program to three championships and a trip to the NCAA Division II National Championship Semifinals after becoming the Eastern Regional Champions in 2001. Coach Miller has a bachelor's in social work from Shippensburg University and a master's in forensic psychology from Walden University. She lives in Edders with her husband and three sons, and she works as a corrections counselor in Camp Hill. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Coach Miller, it is so great to have you on The Bridge Podcast today. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm excited to get this time with you, not only to talk about our incredible women's basketball team, but also to learn more about your journey. So let's just start by jumping right in, talking about the season. Despite COVID, our season is underway. It's your first official season as our head coach, and that's got to be a good feeling.
1: It is. It's very exciting. Um, I know the ladies are very excited because they were really bummed out last year. Yeah as were we, you know, as long as everyone else in the community that lost their sports or jobs, you know. But in the big picture, we knew it would come back, and we tried to prepare for this year. But everybody's excited, the schools that you go to. Everybody's happy. Everybody's, yeah. you know, working hard. So I'm glad that it's back.
0: It's It's got to be very different playing with COVID. And I'm curious. I know you've coached before. What is the biggest challenge of playing a collegiate sport with a global pandemic at the same time? Frustration. And every
1: school – and we go to some other states, and things are different. Right. Um, so depending on where you go determines the amount of stru- – we call it COVID structure. Yeah. Um, we know we have to wear masks. there. I'm happy that the players don't have to wear masks. Right. Because any sort of exercise with a mask is – I tried to do it last year, and I oh, thought I was going to have a stroke. Like, it's I can't – you can't handle it. But it, it's kind of hard having, at the end of the game, a point of being a, a good athlete – um, and good sportsmanship is the fact that win or lose, you go shake hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can't do that. Yeah. Um, you kind of turn and wave. It's like, hey, yeah, yeah, thank you very much for meeting oh, us. For having us. We beat you. Great job. And then you just leave.
0: That's so, you know, you don't even think about those little things like that mm-hmm. that have changed And and the testing vaccination or testing talk to us a little bit about that because that's Bad. been a challenge and it's <laughs> i know i know it is
1: so frustrating um but i also know adults that have to test every week right and it's a struggle for them so i extra i try to explain to the ladies that we know for lack of a better word that it sucks but it, yeah. it is what it is so that you can play so that we can travel exactly it's part of it so if you want to be here we have to follow the guidelines. It is what it is.
0: And it does build a level of resilience. We talk a lot about resilience on this podcast. One, mm-hmm. when, when you have to play under those constraints, think about the day when you don't have to anymore, right? That so would it's be great. It, and it will be, <laughs> and we'll get there. So, yeah, something. You, yeah. you played basketball in high school and college. And I'm curious, what age did you start playing? Did you have a hoop in your driveway? Did you play with oh. kids in the neighborhood? Like, tell us a little bit about. What started your love for basketball?
1: I was very small. Um, I actually grew up in the mountains, so we didn't really have a lot of neighbors, but I had a hoop. Okay. Um, originally, it was always my dad and I. Mm-hmm. I was always Michael Jordan. He was always Clyde to Glide. <laughs> I just really dated myself because a lot of the players have no idea who he's. Well, well they know jo- Michael Jordan. Jordan. But Even they my say, kids. But make, they yeah. say he's trash now that Kyrie's the new up and coming. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. We bicker a lot about that. But So I was always outside with my dad um, from a young age. I think I started maybe in third grade playing, and then I okay. joined fourth, fifth, or sixth. I remember seeing god-awful pictures of those, um, <laughs> but it was always with my dad. And then I joined, you know, you joined the teams, you played junior high, and then I really fell in love with it. And from a small town, I needed something to do because with right. my parents, it was always, you have to have something to do other than school. That's true. You're going to try everything. They even, this is awful, but they even tried me out in cheerleading for a year and I had to do it for a year it was awful it was torture I felt like I was in trouble
0: now hold Um, on I was actually a cheerleader I'm sorry
1: (laughs) all through high school
0: for basketball and for football it was not for me you know what it's a lot harder than people give they credit for like I will say and I I was not the most coordinated or talented cheerleader (laughs) but I loved football that's why Mm -hmm. I originally started it and then someone said oh you really should you should really try basketball because it's Mm -hmm. so much better and then you know you're doing it without ice without rain and you're in the comfort of a gym even though you're it was a totally different different feel but um yeah it was difficult but I knew
1: not for me and then I just I knew that I loved it like I fell in love with it right away I loved the ball just shooting and we would shoot all the time um he would actually take me in the mornings. We go down to the elementary school and play down there. That's great. Um, and I remember shoveling in the winter to make a spot so I could go out and
0: shoot. Yeah. So you just loved it.
1: Yeah. Um, and sometimes I I didn't feel like going out, and my dad said, like, "Come on, let's go." I said, "But there's like three feet of snow. we we'll
2: People just shovel." Still... I'm like, Aww. all right,
1: let's go. So I kind of grew up with sports that way. Um, Did you play other sports? <laughs> well, my mom forced me to be in band, so I did that. Okay. Just so I could travel to see all the football games. Because I know. also love football. I did track. So it was primarily, I wanted to do the hurdles, but both the coach and my dad were like, you're not doing the hurdles because you'll break something, but you can do track because it gets you in shape. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I just did track and played basketball and then AEU at the time and just different things with basketball. So.
0: so your dad was a large influence in your life. Yes. Particularly with athletics. Did he play basketball?
1: He played primarily basketball but his major sport was I'm trying to think what football. Um okay. and I'm trying to remember what he said. He's like basketball I wasn't the most talented. He's like but I was one of the tougher defenders. Okay. So but back then
0: they would leave with, you know, bloody noses and oh, black eyes yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so it was a different, different. Very different. <laughs> yeah. I um, This is totally off my script, but I have to ask you because you mentioned Michael Jordan. And those were the years that I actually really started to watch basketball, mm-hmm. as I think most people our mm-hmm. age did. And I remember that, that season. I remember well, all those seasons, those teams. Did you watch the documentary? Of course I did. And did you and love I have a book. It? Yes. So I, I watched, and it was during COVID when there was no sports, which mm-hmm. and, and that's and when Professor I watched Professor Miller yeah. and I talked about how much of a deficit people felt without sports on mm-hmm. TV, without watching sports. it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And then that documentary came out, and we just, my husband and I loved it. And Jordan got some criticism. Mm-hmm. What, what did you think? He, I found him to
1: be very honest, mm-hmm. um, and I think that he shed a reality of what professional sports are yeah. all like. Yeah. And nowadays, I feel like if a lot of those things were going on now they wouldn't be athletes like they are absolutely but i I know i'm sure and i remember like oh i didn't know that i'm like we're gonna be upset and seeing (laughs) the teams they played and and what it was like behind the scenes but Mm -hmm. you have
0: to admire his work ethic and like him or not Mm -hmm. he's a perfectionist and you weren't going to play with him if you weren't putting in your time and effort yeah so a lot of lessons in there Mm -hmm. um let's talk more about you again you, yeah. you mentioned growing up in a small town yes. in Huntington, Hun- Huntington County? Mm-hmm.
1: I actually grew up in Black Oak Valley. Valley, okay. but people don't know that name. Um, <laughs> but the actual address is Orbizonia, but it is Huntington oh, County. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. What yeah. was it like growing up in a small town like that?
1: Well, there wasn't a lot to do, right. for one. My mom was a teacher, and my dad worked away initially a lot, so we were always outside. I have okay. a younger brother. We were always in the woods, and I remember we didn't have—and this is really— my parents would probably kill me, but we didn't have cable until I don't even remember how old. I remember getting cable in college because I saw MTV wow. for the first oh, time. And yeah. I thought, oh, thought Oh, my gosh. Everyone remembers
0: their first MTV yeah. experience. Yeah. But
1: we didn't have – we had an antenna, and we would he would go out and move it to get the sports stations because we wanted to watch football. Yeah. And then my grandfather owned the pool hall in town. Okay. So when my dad was laid off in the winters, I was learning to play pool. How cool. Well, pool hall was a, probably not the best environment for a daughter to grow up in, but I learned, <laughs> I a, lot learned a lot of things. Yeah, I learned yeah. a lot. I yeah. And I can play that. pool pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so just outside a lot, you know, working. Yeah. Um, we were always helping my
0: dad outside. Does your little brother play basketball too? No. He played football in high school. Okay. Yeah. But still, both mm-hmm. athletes. What about your mom? She an athlete as well? If you ask her, she's a master of all sports. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, she played <laughs> <laughs> She played basketball,
1: and I think she played field hockey if I remember. So a family of then. athletes. That's very cool. Yeah.
0: That's very cool. Now, yeah. you had quite the high school career. You were actually a really talented basketball player. What to you stands out as one of your best performances or best best memories?
1: Probably a lot of the friends that I made along the way that we have a lot of memories, the bus rides, the things that you talk about. Now that I wish we had a bus so I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have to hear what they talk about in the van. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Some of the stuff. I'm sure. But I remember there were two games. One was a memory. It was kind of a bittersweet but not so good memory. But a great memory. I remember we were at home. And there was this team that always used to beat us, Williamsburg, which mm-hmm. is another small. They always went to States. Mm-hmm. Great coach, great girls, but we hated them. Well, it, yeah. it was what it yeah, was. Yeah. It was a huge rivalry. Sure. Um, we didn't like anything about them. Um, and I remember, I think it was a tie. There was only a few seconds left. And when I played, we had only beaten them one time. Okay. Um, and there was only a few seconds left. And it was a play call for me. And long story short, I made it. But I remember we all just started crying like it was because we had never beaten them. Right. And as much as we hated them, I ended up being a teammate of one of the girls in that team in college oh, for a little funny. while. I knew her parents and we hugged yeah. afterwards. And, but it was just such a an experience that I think that all athletes should have. I bet. Um, and it motivates you to keep going. Yeah. You know, because when you have those great moments, you're like, oh, I can work through this. My legs That's hurt. Right. It doesn't matter. I want to get there. So that is one of my, from high school, one of my Probably emotional, happy moments. I, I, I bet. Yeah.
0: And, you you know, you see, the, you see those types of scenes in movies. You see those types of scenes yeah. in TV shows. And, you, and it, it does, it welds you with emotion. Yeah. So that's awesome that you had that kind of experience. Yeah.
1: These tough athletes, but when you win a huge game, you turn into a sap. You just well, start blubbering. It's emotional, and you have to keep <laughs> it, it is, together during it the game, right? So oh, when it's finally yeah. over, and,
0: yeah. and like, the, the magnitude of it, it it's overwhelming. Mm. Yeah, it's some it of the best moments. It definitely
2: is. Yeah. In 2022, Central Penn College is launching a brand new program expertly designed to prepare operating room technicians with the knowledge and skills they need to assist in delivering life-saving care. Our region is facing unprecedented shortages in qualified persons for medical and allied healthcare positions. Among those are people with the intelligence, focus, care, and courage to be part of an operating room team. Our 18-month surgical technician diploma program will provide you with the training in essential healthcare skills, including surgical instrumentation, anatomy and physiology, pathophysiology, patient care, surgical pharmacology, and microbiology. Apply now for this exciting program. Visit centralpenedu apply to get your college career started at Central Penn. That's www.centralpen.edu slash apply to get started at Central Penn. Remember, opportunities start here.
0: Now, how were you as a student in high school? Were you a good student academically?
1: Yes. I was, and like I said, I had a teacher for a mother. So, if my grades even slipped a little bit, she already knew before I got home. Oh boy, Um, because they like (laughs) to—they have a small circle. Those teachers, they like to to tell on everyone's kids. So, um, and it was a small town, so there was no room for me to get into trouble, right, or anything. And my dad's way of teaching us was the fact that your goal is to be an athlete. Once he knew that I wanted to go to college, um, Mm -hmm. he said, well, there's going to be times that you're going to have to sacrifice doing things. And I remember my summers, I would go down to the local elementary school in the summers and I would play basketball from eight to 12 every morning. Mm. Um, When a lot of my friends were off doing other things, I wasn't. I was at home either studying, playing basketball, doing something. Yeah. So that was their way of giving me a shot to make good decisions. It's a work ethic. So. It's instilling it that kind of work
0: yeah. ethic, which if you're going to be a competitive athlete, mm-hmm. you need to have.
1: I know that now,
0: at yeah. the time, I thought, oh my
1: God. I'm sure. Like I'm Why sure. Why can't I
0: go? <laughs> now, I we're, we'll talk more about your family in a mm-hmm. little bit, but you do have three sons. Yes, do I do. they play sports? Yes. The I call my baby, mm-hmm. but I have to be, remind
1: myself he's not a baby. He's five. Oh, he I'm actually, baby. yeah, like I still call him my baby, but um, he's playing flag football and he just started wrestling. Okay. So we got a singlet. And he's very excited about that. Oh. Um. My, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Wrestling is, wrestling is such a heartbreaker for me. It's hard to watch those kids cry. Like oh, I just, yeah, I cry. Yeah, I, know, I know. Um, My middle son plays football. Okay. And my oldest son plays football and lacrosse okay. and then travel lacrosse. I don't know anything about
0: lacrosse. We have lacrosse players. <laughs> I'm we, learning. Both I my work. boys, and we didn't know anything about it till we moved here. And then mm-hmm. just like anything else, you immerse yourself in mm-hmm. it to try to learn the rules. It's a very fun Fun game to watch. It's very physical, and I love that part. It's yes. way more physical than we realized. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw one of my sons get checked, I had no mm-hmm. idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "There has to be a flag." And, no, that's not. That's, that's I'm the, the one who, who's
1: yelling, "Hit him!" Yeah. my husband's like, "You can't." He's like, <laughs> like, sure, I can."
0: It is a physical sport. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's really that's really yeah. cool. Now let's talk about you in college. So mm-hmm. you went to Shippensburg, a D two school. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the transition like out of a small town, or even just being a senior in a small? school to suddenly being a freshman and you're playing basketball. And were you recruited to play basketball? Yes. Oh, you were. Okay.
1: For me, it was a challenge. Because like you said, I came from a very small town. My parents both were very strict. And I understand that now, why they were the way that they were. And when you get there, you have a lot of freedoms and there's not really someone to... There's no structure. No. No, there's not. And you're kind of... I mean, the coaches do what they can, but there you're more so... It's not as close-knit with the coaches as it is here. Right. Um, We didn't have team bonding night, you know. Yeah. Like my coach never took us for pizza, you know, okay. or bowling or movie night in the the underground over here or things like right. that. So for me it was a challenge to go from a small town where everybody knows you. Yeah. And there not so much. Yeah. Um when you go from high school speed and strength and fitness to collegiate
0: Oh yeah, it's a big difference.
1: Like it, it was it was crazy. But it made me stronger. It made me better. And I did love it. I got We had to travel a lot and go to different states. We were up north. Mm-hmm. We made it to the Final Four one year, and I've never experienced something like that That's before. incredible. You know, when you're on TV, it, it's just – it was a great experience. It was a hard experience. Yeah. And it was a struggle maintaining decent grades. Um, we used to joke that we were like the cross-country team because <laughs> a lot of my teammates got – very close to 4.0. So we had a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, advanced biologists and chemists and all kinds of teachers, different things. So we had to have, I had to meet that standard as well. In the beginning, I didn't meet that standard with my grades because oh, I thought, oh, man, this is crazy. But yeah. I learned that if you want to play and, and my teammates helped with that, um, but it made me
0: successful, you know? Well, and I want to ask you about that because how do you handle that kind of pressure at mm-hmm. that age? So you're, you're, learning how to be a college student and this Mm -hmm. is this is for any college athlete right Mm -hmm. you're learning how to be a college student which is a major change from Mm -hmm. high school to college and you're playing in a collegiate sport and Mm -hmm. you were at a d2 school you were i guess your team at ship won three peace championships
1: three or four yeah three or four yeah it sounds fun and intense it was so
0: how do you handle that pressure as a young person
1: it was a challenge. I remember my first couple of weeks, I called home crying. And I think my mom was shocked. Like, who was a yeah, child calling me saying, yeah. like, I miss home. I'm homesick. What do I do? This is hard. And she said, you know, just take it day by day. Yeah. Meet new people a day at a time. And then, you know, sooner than later, I grew to love it. And I knew that this is something that I can do. And it's making me stronger. And it's preparing me for I didn't know at the time, but things that I would face when I got older. Sure. um, How to balance time management. How to, when you're only in class two days a week and you're on a bus for six, seven, eight hours and then on a plane sometimes. So you learn how to manage your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Because she's the coach I had, she was very, very, very strict. Um, I probably was a thought on her side sometimes and I deserved (laughs) the things that I had gotten (laughs) lots of running. But she, you know, she taught us we were hard nosed players. And I do respect her and appreciate her for that.
0: Any tips that you pass along to your students now, to your players about balancing that mm-hmm. schoolwork and practice and games? Mm-hmm. Just that I know that it is hard, yeah. um,
1: but it's basically we're here to create more responsible, successful, yeah. strong women. And if you can manage your grades, School practice, some sit work. If you can manage all those things, when you get out, it might be a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some that sometimes slack a little bit with their grades, but we get emails, thankfully, yeah, and we reach out to them right away. Um, and my assistant Ario helps out with that a lot. We're on them constantly because bigger picture, you need to get good grades to get a good job. Exactly. So, exactly.
0: up today's episode of The Bridge. Make sure you tune into the second half of my interview with coach Erin Miller when we talk about her role as coach of the Central Penn College women's basketball team, as well as how she balances her time between working full-time, coaching, and being a wife and busy mom of three active boys. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Fitrizi-Williams. Take care, and I'll catch you next time on The Bridge.
2: listening to this episode of The Bridge, hosted by Central Penn College President Linda Fadrizi-Williams. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a great rating on your favorite podcast service. The Bridge is available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes of The Bridge, stories of resilience, courage, and innovation with Dr. Linda Fadrizi-Williams. We'll see you next time.